It's so jazzy, my scat. Boo rat that that. God damn it, do I have to say it? I think we all know what that is right there, man. That's white people shit, man. <laughs> What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> what up, though? Welcome to the Danny Brown Show. Coming to you, motherfuckers, from Austin, Texas at Wild May Studios. It's your boy, Danny Brown. Thankful to be here with you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Austin, Texas, hot dinner, motherfucker, right now. It's been fucking 90 degrees all goddamn week, man. And uh, it, 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 it let me know why everybody's so in shape around this motherfucker, because... I mean, you can't really wear what you want to wear around this bitch. You get what I'm saying? Like, growing up in, in the Midwest, or I feel like in, in places with cold climates, when you're a skinny, fat person like me, you know what I'm saying? You can get away with a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? You wear baggy. I mean, you know, you could just put, you, I look good in clothes. You know, I'm the type of person I can look good in certain shit. But out here it's so hot, nigga, you can't be wearing that big ass shit. Ain't no hoodies. Ain't no motherfucking windbreaker type of situation going down. You got to wear little tight t-shirts and it's exposing all your body parts, man. So motherfuckers around this bitch jogging shirtless and shit. You like, damn, man, I got to get my shit together. So I got to get this skinny fat shit under control, man. Because I mean, like I say, I, I, I'm, I'm cool with clothes on, but I get naked. I look like a penguin. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> And honestly, I mean, I feel like that's the thing, man. Growing up in, in in hot places, man, you know, everybody in shape and shit. But one thing about Texas, man, I don't know. I feel like they um they they co-sign being fat out here, man. They they kind of fuck with it because you know what? I feel like it's a big football culture out here. So motherfuckers, they see a big ass nigga, they're like, well, shit, this nigga might be a cowboy. He might be at Texas. You get what I'm saying? He might be knocking niggas down. You get what I'm saying? I feel like yeah, and plus. With all the goddamn guns around this motherfucker, you might want you a big burly nigga. My little skinny ass can't do shit in the mass shooting. I'm, I don't care. No one can, man. But yeah. So yeah, man, we're going to jump into it already, man. We got motherfucking advice with Danny Brown. Hey, if you need, you know, some help, you want motherfucking, you know, help, help you figure it out, man, hit me up at the motherfucking Danny at the Danny Brown Show. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show, man. Send your motherfucking, you know questions in advice videos or whatever the fuck you know you also send freestyles too but you know you got to send them acapella man you know what i'm saying i critique them shits man we had we had a, we had some good ones last week man so we're gonna see what we got this week but we're gonna jump right into it um ask danny rex for the d what that mean um hey danny i'm moving to windsor next to detroit for law school in september windsor shouts out to windsor man that's one thing about growing up in detroit um, you know, Windsor's right across the fucking bridge for us. It's probably like, you know, you go through, it's probably a fucking 15 minute getting over. I mean, it's a longer process getting through the border, obviously, but it's not that far. It's just over a bridge, over a tunnel, whatever the fuck, go through the tunnel. And we used to go there as, um, as teenagers because they, they, you can go to strip clubs at 18 in Windsor. And, you know, so we would pile up a bunch of horny teenagers, go over to, and they had all new clubs because you couldn't drink in them. That's why they had the 18 and up strip clubs. And we'll go over there. But one time, man, um, I didn't go, actually. I went to school. This I was a senior in high school. I didn't go because I just, whatever. They they went, and this motherfucker, they got into a fight at the bar or whatever, and this motherfucker's got locked up in Windsor. Them niggas ain't come back to school for a long time. They kept talking about they got to wait to see the queen. and all, Wait to see the queen? What what year is this? 1907? Like, I, this shit was just terrifying for me. Like So it let me know that I would never do anything in Canada. Shots out to, I mean, we used to go to um, Wheels Inn as a kid. I, I really loved going to Wheels Inn. That was like um, my favorite shit. So, shots out to Windsor. But yeah, so he's saying he loved blackjack, drugs, and strippers. Any spots in the D you think a man would love? Peace and love, Fred. I mean, me. I've actually been out of those spots for a long time, I will say. So, I can't really recommend you any cool thing to do as far as that. But I know, um, I will, I'm pretty sure it still exists. The coolest shit in Detroit, far as that world, would be like they always have these crazy after hours. And around that same time, we were going up to Windsor. We would go to these after hours. I remember the first time 
I've seen some of the most fucking, you know, the most degenerate shit in, in these places. And, and as a, a, a teen, I mean, I was 18, I was 17, maybe turning 18. As a kid, uh, I'm pretty sure it definitely ruined my brain going to these after hours and these, and these functions. I seen a bitch, she, she, she put a um, flashlight in her ass and cut it on and off. I mean, seeing something like that at 18 years old, you know what I'm saying? You got, I went back to school to all my friends, obviously. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> it was the coolest shit I ever seen. And still to this day, I'm still intrigued by how she even done something like that. But it was great, man. It was great. But I mean, those are dangerous places, man, because like a lot of shit will happen. Like people get killed. and You know, they're gambling. They're gambling in these places. They're fucking, you know, and they, and they lock you in, too. Most of them are like at motorcycle clubs, too. So it's like that's the way the motorcycle club get their funds going. They throw they um, you know, they throw these um after hours at 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 the clubhouses and shit like that. And you go there like AM start to like two in the morning, and you go in there as hoes. You can buy some pussy. There's gambling in the corner. There's some motherfucking um, you know. But then they lock you in, and if you act up or act a fool or do anything, these motherfucking big biker motherfuckers is gonna beat the shit out of you. From the window to the wall in front of everybody. And we just gonna watch this shit. And then they're gonna throw you out. So that she's and then that's when they be like, lock the door. You are here. And it'll be like a, a, a buzz, like, like a siren to go off. Lock the door. Then the door lock. And next thing you know, you just seeing a motherfucker getting fucked up. So yeah, definitely fucked with me. Definitely seen some crazy shit. And had a lot of great times, man. I mean, when you're a teenager, man, flirting with dangers, you know, it's it's all it's all you wanna do. It's all you wanna do. But as a grown man, at this, at this age right now. Fuck no, I ain't going to no shit like that. I ain't trying to go to jail, uh, get shot. So if you want to have fun in Detroit, I would say just um, hang around downtown. You know, go to like the hipster spots, man. Go to where they got they own on tap PBR type shit. Like, man, what you got on tap? What's the, what's the local brew? Go to where they got the local brew. Go to where they got their own shit at. You're safe there. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so next up is um, what's in my piss? Okay. Dear Danny, over the past few years, I've noticed something strange happening when I urinate. On at least four different occasions, I've seen a small fruit fly come out of my urethra, dead, of course, and land in a toilet bowl. The first time this happened, it was sort of funny, like, weird. But after three more times, I started to get concerned. Am I under a witch's spell? Do I need an exorcism? I don't know. Shots out avocado. But, um... I don't really know how that works out, but it sounded like to me you probably got a nasty ass house. You know what I'm saying? You got flies and shit flying everywhere. You drinking shit and motherfucking fruit, fruit flies and shit all in your cup and shit. You still drink it. You one of them type of niggas. And maybe you just pissing out flies. Or maybe <laughs> <laughs> this is some new type of SCD we don't know about, man. You get what I'm saying? Like a new version of Blue Waffle, but for niggas. And that's actually your cum. You know what I'm saying? But your cum ain't turning into like regular human beings. Your shit turning into flies up in that motherfucker. Would you be fucked up? Because what if that develops like more and more? The next thing you know, you like shooting like, like cold flocks and shit. Like you get what I'm saying? Like Candyman when he opened up his motherfucking trench coat. You get what I'm saying? But your dick, instead of bees, your shit just shooting out fruit flies all over a bitch. You get what I'm saying? That's very concerning, and I know if a bug came out of me, I would be going to the hospital and not writing into the Danny Brown show. But I love you, man. You got to go get that checked out. But yeah, man, that's very weird, man. And I and I would think that kind of hurts. Like you get what I'm saying? Like a I don't know, man. Shit flying out. Your, oh, man, you did say it was dead though. But would that be a health concern as well? Because if if you know if it could survive in you, like a like a um. Fly flew out of my dick. I'll be like, I probably like brag about that kind of shit. You're like, you get what I'm saying? Like, talk to the back. Like, you see, you see, you see what kind of life I do. Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you see what kind of lives I produce out here. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, ladybugs come out my shit. You get what I'm saying? Butterflies. Like, you get what I'm saying? Some, it just depends on the day what insect gonna fly out this motherfucker. But it depends on how you treat me. It depends on how my dick react to you. What kind of bug gonna come out this motherfucker? You get what I'm saying? If you a lovely lady, then a, a beautiful butterfly might fly out this bitch. But if you just a nasty fruit fly type bitch, you get what I'm saying, bitch, you getting fruit flies out the dick. So it might be a it might be an indicator of what kind of woman, you know what I'm saying, what kind of woman you can get. You get what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know if that's a talent or it's a hindrance. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but hey, all right. Shots out, man. But yeah, next up we got motherfucking um getting out of a funk. Hey, Danny, what's up? Love the show. 
Wanted to know what your process is when you run into writer's block when making music. Thanks, Kyle. There is no fucking process. I'm sorry to say. That's what makes you, um, that's one thing that I learned. That's what makes you a professional at, at making music and shit in general. Like, the motherfuckers that can do that shit, like, year round. Like, that's even a professional or anything, like sports or with everything, and I think that's probably been one of my motherfucking biggest hindrances in, in my motherfucking music career and me making music in general is that I, I only can make it depending on my mood, my mood. You know what I'm saying? Even though the music I make is gonna be some sad ass shit probably, but if I'm sad, if I'm really like fucked up, it's almost like I gotta process the shit and then talk about it. It's like, cause I, I definitely use music as a, a, a therapy type of thing. You get what I'm saying? Like I, I would talk about shit in my music that I probably wouldn't talk about in normal conversations. You get what I'm saying? That's the way I can get the shit out. It's putting it through my music. But but if I'm having like a, I'm going through a bad time, I'm going through a funk, man, it's really hard for me to like even concentrate to like make music. You get what I'm saying? I, I really don't be wanting to make music, but I will say that's what separates the men from the boys when it comes to this shit. Cause you know, like, you know, professional ball players or whatever the fuck. The motherfuckers got to play injured. You get what I'm saying? It takes the best, only the strong survive type shit. Like, you know, you got a sprained ankle. So what, motherfucker? Get out there and hoop. You get what I'm saying? Kind of the same way as with, with the music industry, too. They don't give a fuck about your mental health. You think a, a fan that's a, you know, that really love your music, they want your album now, they want to see you. And, you, know, you think they give a fuck how you feel when they bought a ticket to the show? They came for a great time. They don't want to hear about your problems. That ain't... That ain't that ain't for them. So yeah, man. I feel like, you know, me personally, once I'm going through a lot of shit, man, it's hard for me to make music, man. But I'm trying to get out of that, I will say. I will say. But thankful, you know, I got something like this, a platform like this, so I can get a lot of shit out, you know. <laughs> I can talk on this and get my problems out. And I can, you know, concentrate more on music and shit like that. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Shouts out to Kyle. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, so next up we got Trouble at the... I already know what this is about. Trouble at the Gathering. Hey, Danny, I'm a big fan in the Juggalo. I was so hyped to see you announced for the Gathering of the Juggalo last year. I even got to meet you and get a picture with you on Saturday before you performed. I told you how happy you was and you fuck with the Juggalos. Then something happened. Your performance went wrong. You threw the mic in the crowd and walked off. I was in the crowd devastated. Can you tell the story of what happened? Still a big fan. I still love y'all Juggalo motherfuckers too. I would tell you really um what happened. Uh, I don't know. Um, I didn't know um that... um. I talked. To, I actually talked about some two beers. I think, um, but I actually know. Uh, I, I didn't know that they announced that that Jay was sick and and you know he was going through health issues and all that shit. So when I was playing, it was like the crowd was not. I mean, I'm not saying like that the Juggalos are like my biggest you know like supporters or some shit like that. But I've I played there before and I, I feel like they were a lot more receptive to what I was doing. But I feel like um I don't know. They just really wasn't vibing with it. And I don't know, I, I, every now and then I, I have these diva moments. I think I took an Adderall, and that probably, <laughs> and that probably, that definitely has a lot to do with it. So yeah, I, I just chimped out. That's what we are called. <laughs> so I, it's my apologies to you guys. I'm sorry. That was all my fault. I fucked up with that one, man. But yeah, I mean, I, I would rather, especially at somewhere at the gathering, man, I would rather for the motherfuckers to throw shit at me. And, and hit me with beers and shit like that, then to just stand there and look at me. You get what I'm saying? So, but shouts out to the Gathering, man. It's one of the best festivals you can play if you get a chance to play it, man. The people there are fucking loving like a motherfucker. But I didn't know that, that you know, and, and every, and I went, and that's what it was. I'm like, damn, am I bumming these motherfuckers out? Are these motherfuckers? But the whole crowd, while I was performing, I was looking at the crowd, looking at everybody's face. Everybody was just sad in the motherfucker, man. But yeah, man. Shouts out to ICP, you know, the whole fucking, you know, juggalo community and all that, man. You know, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't know because I, I I actually did. I felt really bad. I, I felt really bad after that, and um, I went and apologized to um to Jay and Shaggy and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shaggy actually was like, man, I'm gonna bring you back out. We was making right in this. I'm like, man, it's it's no big deal. It's my fault. So I apologize to y'all motherfuckers. I'm a man. I can admit when I made mistakes, man. That was truly a big huge mistake. I I, I got in my feelings, man. That's all that happened. But Adderall does that. That's why I can't really be fucking with Adderall, man, because um. I mean, I love Adderall because then I can wear skinny jeans if I'm taking it all the time. You know what I'm saying? It keeps me in shape without working out. You give it a <laughs> But for the most part, when you take it a lot, man, I mean, it's great for work. I love, I love to write. You know what I'm saying? I can fucking write five songs in a fucking night. You know what I'm saying? But when you, when you take it as much as I was, you start to have these crazy mood swings because you're never right. Because everybody know Adderall come down. You're like the most saddest. like... Between Adderall and MDMA, like you have the come downs for them shits. Are like you sitting there, like oh, 
What's going on with my life? You can have the best shit going on for you in the world. You're going to figure out something bad about that shit when them come down. You're like, oh, shit, man. Looking in the mirror at yourself like, oh, I'm ugly. What's going on with my life? Like, oh, you feel bad. And then you're like, man, how can I get out of this park? Just take some more. Take some more. Before you know it, you on this bender. You on this bench. You get what I'm saying? And then, but I, I will say, I, I have not been taking Adderall for a long time. And that was... um. But that's one thing about going to festivals, man, that I will say that um, gets me in trouble a lot is when I start to fraternize with the crowd and fuck with the people. And they gave me a golf cart. So while I was riding around a golf cart around the festivals, you know, motherfuckers was stopping me and motherfuckers was giving me shit. You get what I'm saying? Which was not a cool thing. I remember one time I went to this one festival and the um, security pulled up on a golf cart on me and they had all the drugs they confiscated. And they just was like, Danny, have, have your way. I took everything white. I ain't even, I ain't care nothing about the weed. Anything in there that looked white, I took it. Like, uh, 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 uh. But the fucked up part is that we're in the trailer. We looking at this shit like, is this Molly? Is this Coke? Is this heroin? What is this? We don't know. Taste it. Let's see what it is. So, and then you taste it like, oh, shit, I think that was Molly. Fuck. Ah! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that was a great time. I will say that. Um, all right. Um, spin a motherfucking wheel. <laughs> God. God is good. God is great. I mean, I love God, man. You got to, I mean... I mean, motherfuckers could talk all that spiritual shit and all that, whatever the fuck you want. I mean, I grew up in church. I mean, you know, I used to go to Sunday school every Sunday. It's probably where I got a lot of most of my trouble at, this fucking church, to be honest. But one thing I would say, man, you got to have some type of faith in something. That's one thing I think religion is the best thing as well. I don't really know. I can't say I'm, I'm not fucking going to church every Sunday. Do I believe in a higher power? Yes. Yes, I do. Am I all that? I know for a fact when I was in jail, I was praying every goddamn day. You get what I'm saying? So you can say you don't believe in God, whatever the fuck, go go to jail. Your ass be reading the Bible, thinking about all type of shit. Like, that's why my name is Daniel, because he put me in a lion's den to come out a stronger person and all that kind of shit. Coming up with all type of analogies for your life and shit, trying to correlate your shit with the Bible and make you feel better about your shit. Like, I'm going through this because it's going to make me a better man after this. You get what I'm saying? I will say the worst shit I heard. I remember one time I was in jail and we were like in a holding tank. And it was like, um... An older dude, he was talking to like a younger dude, like, you know, having a normal conversation, like, um, what you in here for? And all that kind of shit. And he was like, man, you know, he told me, he was, he was like for carjacking or some shit, but he was about to go to jail for like eight years or ten, like some 10 year type shit. And he's like, man, it don't matter to me, man. All the real niggas, they say all the real niggas dead or in jail. And that shit sticks with me to this day. Like hearing this young nigga say this, like this nigga was bragging about being in jail because he felt like it made him a real nigga. And at that point, I thought to myself, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> like, I really was like, I know I'm not like this. Like, I know I've, I've definitely was just around the wrong crowd. and I've just been influenced to do the wrong thing. I'm definitely not like these niggas, man. Please, God, get me back to my PlayStation, man. This shit is killing me, man. <laughs> For real, man. That's, that's out to Wayne County, man. Wayne County Jail, man. It made me... <laughs> For real, man, that shit. <laughs> it made me a stronger man. It made me the man I am today. So yeah, man, next time, man, some motherfucking white people shit. It's some shit, man, that I always wish. White people shit. That I could uh, motherfucking go to, man. Growing up in Detroit, Michigan, man, we always, you know, we we watched, um, you know, going through commercials and shit. Because like we say, Detroit is black, but Michigan, white than a motherfucker. You get what I'm saying? You go up north, these motherfuckers riding snowmobiles, man. I ain't, I ain't know a nigga had a snowmobile for regular transportation. But yeah, these motherfuckers right here, monster truck racing, man. These motherfuckers, I used to see this shit. Every day the motherfucking commercial would come on, like you watching wrestling or watching cartoons, some shit. This motherfucking commercial would come on, like nightmare. These motherfuckers got names for the trucks and shit too. And people are actually like fans of the truck. Like they real people. Like niggas show up to the event with signs like, like motherfucking go nightmare and go, you get what I'm saying? Like this shit is really kind of crazy. And I always tell my dad, like, man, 
why don't you come on, man? Let's go to the other monster truck. Take me my. He's like, man, we ain't gonna go that shit, man. They're gonna kill us at that motherfucker. I, I didn't understand what he meant by that shit as a kid. But now that I'm grown up and, and the motherfucker, the Boogaloo gang in Michigan, the motherfuckers tried to kidnap Whitmer. You get what I'm saying? So, and I feel like the Boogaloo gang, this is the type of shit they fraternize at. Like, this is the type of shit they function. And to, 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 to swing back up to that, ain't that some crazy shit? Like, whoever, um, I don't know if you motherfuckers know that, but growing up, I mean, being in, living in Michigan at the time, that shit was on the news all the time. These motherfuckers tried to kidnap the governor, like came up with an elaborate scheme, had a boat, going all type of shit, explosives. I mean, the shit was crazy. really a movie, all because this bitch wanted to lock the city down during COVID. Like, this shit is one of the most crazy stories. It has to be a movie written about this. Please give us, please give us the, um, the, the attempted kidnapping of Governor Whitmer. About a Boogaloo Gang movie coming soon to Netflix, man. We really need that, man. But yeah, man, the Boogaloo Gang. And the thing is about the Boogaloo Gang is once I really, you know, got, got into this shit. Yeah, man. Once I really got into this shit, you know, growing up in Michigan, man, you, I see these niggas everywhere. You be at the Myers. You know what I'm saying? Hanging out. Is this my algorithm? I was just looking at those Enron potato vans. How them shits coming up on y'all shit? <laughs> like, do the brain, like, you get what I'm saying? I have no idea. That's crazy. Those, I was just looking at those yesterday. They ain't got no size 10. They ain't got no 10s. <laughs> I would have bought those right there. I want them shits, man. Shouts out to Imran Potato, man. The motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, man. So yeah, fuck these. And Whitmer, she's my, my, she's my favorite governor. I don't know how you can have a favorite governor. But. <laughs> a motherfucker like, yeah, that's my favorite governor. But yeah, Whitmer, she put the Cardi's on. Pull up the Cardi picture. Put put Governor Whitmer. That's my uh, PlayStation profile pic. Cartier. Yeah, that's my pic right there. There she goes. That's my baby. Look at that. You get what I'm saying? She put on for the city, man. Yeah. Big Gretch, man. Shout out Big Gretch, man. She do great things for the city, man. Anybody hating on I feel like she she should be the first uh, woman president. If we're going to have a woman president, I vote for Big Gretch, man. So... Shouts out to Big Rich, man. Okay, man, next up. <laughs> so we got some more freestyles? Yeah, man, we do. All right. Let's see what All we got. Right. This one is Grimace. Grimace? Like the Hamburglar in them? Niggas ain't got the gall to assault, they just pepper. Cranking 90s, Ina Kamozi, hot stepper. The disappointment I have for y'all, there's no measure. No great hits, have an ass, you're no skepta. Skeptic, told you I'm the shit, feeling septic. Wreck shit, eat a motherfucker up for breakfast. Get this, told you I am not the one to mess with. Death wish, have your parents wear you on a necklace. Now pay attention as I travel through dimensions. Tag along, cause my ascension goes against normal conventions. Never popped a cap in a bitch that was spewing shit. The only caps that pop were magic, I'd say they were doing tricks. Yo, I was selling gas a year before I was moving guns. $3 a gallon, nine an hour for student funds. My college days were interesting, especially the truant ones. I learned a lot of lessons. Couldn't say what the unit was. Doing drugs on the weekends to clear my mind up. Didn't think that acid on a Wednesday's how I'd wind up. Only time I breathed when I sparked the Delta 9 up. Tried to see a therapist. I laid in the recliner. Time heals all wounds. Why the fuck am I still fucked up? This nigga had a Delta 9 bars, nigga? I Bro, he for sure got a white wife. <laughs> That's what that is. Delta 9, man. No, man, it's like the fake weed they be having out here, man. I ain't I ain't down for no Delta 9 bars because like I told y'all, man, I don't know what that shit do yet. It's too new. And they was doing the same thing with Spice. And we seen what the fuck happened to Spice and K2 and all that shit. When that shit came out, motherfuckers was like, this legal weed. We smoking this. Like, try it out. Be, Nigga. I remember I smoked, a nigga had some motherfucking um, K2 on the tour bus. Like, it was normal. That shit was normal then. Nah, nigga, you bring some K2 around me, man, I might fucking shoot your pinky toe off, man. What the fuck is going on? I'm not smoking no K2 or no Delta 9, but he for sure got a white wife. And I know for a fact, like, rapping is probably, like, his least talent. Like, he probably could do all type of other shit. He's just so talented at shit, like, he can just rap. Like, he, and which I, I swear to God, I kind of... I'd be jealous of them motherfuckers. Because there's a lot of them in the, in the music industry right now. Like, rapping is, like, probably the cool thing to do. But you got, like, a lot of art school kids. Motherfuckers that have been really trained, like, musically to do shit. They really like professional sh niggas. They can do all type of shit. Motherfuckers can act. They can do all type of shit. And rapping is, like, so easy to them. Because, like, you know, rhyming words. The lowest form of, like, probably one of their art forms or some shit to them. And then you got a motherfucker like me. And that's the only thing I'm good at. 
And y'all niggas is out here just in the world. You get what I'm saying? Go do the other cool shit that you can do. Because this all I, that's all I got. And y'all motherfuckers just in the way, man. So, yeah, I know that's an art school kid with a white wife. I know it when I see it. But he can rap, though. That's the thing about it. The motherfucker can rap. But it, you can just tell that that's so easy to him. Like, you giving him... I want to hear a motherfucker struggle a little bit. And you rap like, he, he gonna get it together one day. Like, it's, some, it's there. It's something there. So, yeah, I know that shit easy to you. He oh. probably got $100, $300 in his Apex account. <laughs> All right, this is Jerry. Jerry? Long hair wavy, bitches never face me. Listen to the Danny Brown show on the Reggie. Bitches looking at me like I'm really tripping shrooms. Pupils dilated like it's pregnant pussy. Ooh, I don't really know what the fuck I gotta say. So I figure eight bars and then go my way. I don't really like to put face on display. But I figure for the bruisers, anything goes today. Long. Yeah, man. I, I, I would drink monsters with this guy at a Vans Warped Tour. That's what that seems like. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy that could get his own shit going on. Like, he don't even be... I, I can see this guy being at the Vans Warped Tour. Like, yeah, I play at 4 o'clock. Be like, damn, nigga, for real? What's your name? <laughs> for real. He totally looked like, like, for real, what's your name? Like, yeah, you ain't never heard of me, man. I sent you my shit. I'd be like, yeah. But yeah, he can rap too, but that's what I'm saying. This is like Vans Warped Tour level type shit right there. You give, And he was freestyling. Shout out to Bruiser. Shout out to me out. So, man, yeah, man, definitely talent there. But like I say, man, when y'all send these shits in too, man, like, because I would love it. I bet you he got some music. I bet you probably got some cool shit too. So, yeah, man, send y'all fucking links in, man, to y'all music, man. I love to hear some shit after this, man. So, yeah, that's the only one we got. I got a couple more audio only ones for you too. All right, I'll check them out. This is Kai. This dizzy bandit been stranded off planet. Since mind expansion, I was tripping with Sinatra's dancing. Lyrically read to bury bodies inside of the mansion. The son of evil in my residence, but I ain't got umbrellas standing. I'm half dead and demand by your mammy. I rip the granny panties and grip on your nanny's fanny. Don't think of fans of Grammys, just dreaming of grams and bannies. I got this druggy fantasy from eating Ellis candy. Can you withstand it? Miraculous rapping, hijacking these capas so casually. Bastard is cracking your cranium to make a cavity. Pack with uranium to radiate your reality. I'm like Yagami the way my written's be causing casualties. Victim of sickness from the spitting must bury rapidly. Can't leave a witness because bitches be snitching they rap for cheese. They call this babble. I call it battling so valiantly. Dreamy and sour, the potent sources of my power see. That nigga for show over 30. Ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no way, man. That's one thing about rap music too that it has been around for so long that you can hear the way, like I say, you can hear the way a motherfucker rap. You can tell they raised. You can hear the way a motherfucker rap. You can tell they age. You can tell what they into. So rap is definitely a representation of who you are. And I feel like I know this guy definitely by hearing the way he rap. This motherfucker love going to open mics at the coffee house. You get what I'm saying? He uh he go to he go to poetry slams at the Cafe Nubian. You get what I'm saying? He definitely got a um, a black wife with a kente cloth wrapped around her head. And, they, and she got a fat ass though. That's the difference though. She got a fat ass it could make a ill vegan pork chop. Yeah. So just <laughs> Alright, we got one more. This is the OBK. What's up with the uh, Shamos rap in the Wild Mates community, man? What's that? There's a lot of Shamos rap in the Wild Mates community <laughs> for the niggas, man. I, I mean, I didn't expect no little baby freestyle type niggas to be sitting in shit, but goddamn. <laughs> Love y'all niggas, though. I'm not bothered by the problems they concern you with. My earnest wit, the purposeful and stern intent. Burnt the bridge from across on a crucifix. Catch my drift, get the gist. I'm teaching like Christ and shit. It's just as tight as the vice that grips. Destroy everything like them ISIS kids. Unpredictable like three dice that land. You probably miserable how nice I am. Make a sitter when the pen's in hand. So what's the benefit comparing and how I form my sentences? Only Webster can get this, the script. The way I spit this diction, no affliction. Mere arithmetic, sophisticate aristocrat. But I wouldn't bat an eyelash at the bad guy. Billy Eilish rap, I been dope. Catch a high Contact like I he right all lad. It's so jazzy my scat. Boot that that. God damn it! Do I have to say? It? I think we all know what that is right there, man. That's white people shit, man. That nigga said God damn it, man. Yeah, that's the nigga that just sent that verse. It has to be, man. It's no if, ands, or buts. I love it too, cause I, I'm gonna tell you, cause it is 
Like, come on, because don't get me wrong. It's a lot of um, white rappers that sound white that are great at rapping. Don't get me wrong. You got the Mike Scanner the streets. I know you're going to be like, oh, Danny, it's, you're cheating with that one. Okay. You got fucking LP. You got um, Cage. Like I said, Ari the Rugged. Well, Ari the Rugged Man doesn't sound white, though. He sounds black for the most part. Um, but yeah, man, you got a lot of motherfuckers, man. I mean, I ain't saying put on a black scent because that's even worse. Especially if you hear a white rapper and he got he's talking like a nigga like a motherfucker and then you then you talk to him and you're like what's up I'm named Poindexter you're like goddamn I know that's that's racist as hell man why do people do that when they talk white people don't talk like that man I never met a white person I'm like what's up man hey my name's my name's Eugene you get what I'm saying no one's the white people don't talk like that man you get what I'm saying <laughs> we gotta stop doing that shit man so yeah that's just like you get what I'm saying like no man no no I I, I will say. There's a lot of, he rhymed, he said aristocrats. One thing too, I will say, man, a, a, another advice thing too. The best thing you want to do with rapping is, is kind of say words that you would say in your everyday vocabulary in your life. Like when you're reaching and saying words that you wouldn't say normally. Like if you do, if you, if we just hanging out, chilling somewhere, having a drink and you just drop aristocrats in a sentence, you get what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you I'm going to the bathroom and never come back. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? You got to be normal. I'm like, this nigga being weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just two aristocrats having a drink. <laughs> like, nigga. I knew you was weird when you ordered that mint juleps, but God. <laughs> but God damn, man. Like, what the fuck? You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Let's, 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 let's get it. <laughs> I guess that's it, man. So, I guess we're going to jump into some um, would you rathers. Like I say, you motherfuckers, y'all can... um. Send in your motherfucking freestyle, send in your questions, your videos, all that shit at Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Also, we got the motherfucking voicemails. You want to send me messages, all that shit. Let me hear you. You know what I'm saying? Send your freestyles in, all that shit. Just make sure you send them shit in acapella, copyright reasons. You know how that shit go. 512-522-9256. That's 512-522-9256. And yeah, man, we'll hop into some um, Would You Rathers right here. Would you rather? And um, they already starting off. They already coming in hot. Um, would you rather delete Triple X or a Trotty exhibition? You can only say one. I will. It's an easy. That's an easy one. I would delete a Trotty exhibition heartbeat. I spent seventy thousand in samples, and the motherfucker sold seven thousand the first week. I think someone lost it. <laughs> but that's my first time, man. I was like, man, the record label. They gave me a budget. That's my first time ever working with an album with a budget. You know, they gave me a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm like. Nigga, I'm going to go crazy. I ain't about to go cheap out and then pocket the rest. Because, you know, that's what a lot of motherfuckers do. They'd they're, they're be cheap as fuck with this. and You know what I'm saying? And they pocket the rest of the money. But me personally, I was like, man, I'm going to go all out. I'm gonna do. Now, I didn't know the samples were going to get up to that high. And then I still, because I went over the budget, I spent 50000 on mixing and mastering. You get what I'm saying? So I'm I'm definitely still in the red with that album. And <laughs> <laughs> and you motherfuckers don't wonder why y'all get music from me all the time. I can't put out. I gotta get out of debt. You get what I'm saying? But as, as an album, I mean, I'm very proud of it, though. You get what I'm saying? That's one thing I will say. So me deleting it, it will hurt. But, but I, I mean, I'm all, I, I always strive to make better than what I made before. You get what I'm saying? Or or just try to be unpredictable as I possibly can with the music that I put out. I want to be able to put a finger on it or a pulse of what I'm into or what I like and what I got going on. So I, I am proud of that album, and I know it has um it's influenced a lot of shit. I feel like, and 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 it, it ain't done. I feel like um, ten twenty years later, you know, when I'm probably dead and gone, it's gonna be some kid. that's gonna be like I found Danny Brown a trilogy exhibition, and you know he's making some crazy shit. So just for that alone, I think you know what I'm saying. I, it, it would hurt for me to delete that album because I know Triple X. You know, I, I, I mean, as great as the album it is, I don't feel like it it, it holds as much of an impact to me. Because a trashy exhibition was just me doing me. With Triple X, you know, I'm still, you know, flirting with sounds. I'm still figuring it out. I'm still trying to, I, I still don't know who I am as an artist yet. I still don't know what I'm going to be yet. That's why people like it, because you see all the potential of what I can possibly do. And I did it. You get what I'm saying? And I, and I was 30 years old making this goddamn album. You get what I'm saying? Come on, man. I was already, you know, I already was like, you know, I already had like tunnel vision at that point. It was like, die. It was like fucking rap or die. You know what I'm saying? So, but that motherfucking album didn't cost me shit. That just cost me Adderall's. And, but I will say the cool story of that is that the engineer that, that did that album, shots out to Magnetic, man. I love that nigga. But um, he would let me, he he worked the studio he worked at 
the way the way the album was recorded is that he, the studio he worked at, he, I didn't necessarily have to buy studio time. Um, he, me and him just broke, did a deal on the side, but I would have to show up to the studio at 5 a.m. And I had time to record until the studio opened. So he's like sneaking in the studio while it's closed. So yeah, Triple X was recorded <laughs> on some illegal shit. You get what I'm saying? And me and Skywalker, we will wake up at two in the morning, take Adderall and fucking drive up there. We couldn't smoke inside. It'll be fucking negative 30 degrees outside. We smoking in the car in the snow. Is and like, like shaking like motherfucker off Adderall, seeing three miles ahead and shit. But it made for some great music, man. And I won't think I, I, I can't delete that time, I can't get rid of that because you know that made me who I am, and you know, and I still, you know, you know, that album influenced me in some shit because I always could go back and think about those times and where I'm at with making music and shit. A tragedy exhibition was like, man, I was, I was, a, I was at the peak, you know what I'm saying? Shit was going too crazy at the time, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, all right, next up. Would you rather fight 50 toddlers or 25 malnourished sixth graders? Now, I, I fight the 50 toddlers because um, toddlers ain't got, they ain't going to pull no phone out and start recording this shit. You get what I'm saying? There's only 50 of them. You get what I'm saying? Because I remember seeing that video of um, Cat Williams when he got beat up by that sixth grader. That shit went viral. That shit was hilarious. You get what I'm saying? That's actually my favorite Cat Williams special. And Cat Williams is the funniest motherfucker I know. <laughs> but when he got his ass beat by love, <laughs> when he was getting choked, look, when he got choked out by the sixth grade, look, this shit was crazy right here to me. <laughs> but he put him, he put him in a rear naked choke though, and made him tap. <laughs> And I feel like this one a six a six these kids is big, man. I told you, man, they growing up on hot pockets and, 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 and motherfucking takis and you know what I'm saying? The chemicals they are injecting. These motherfuckers just got extra hormones. They growing bigger than what they normally are. When we was kids, man, we wasn't like this. You get what I'm saying? Like these motherfuckers fucking shit up. Look, look at them. And the kid'll whoop my ass right now. My blunt smoking, Newport buying. You get what I'm saying? Casamigo drinking. You get what I'm saying? sciatica nerve all that shit a sixth grader fucking me up right now so i definitely ain't trying to fight no even malnourished that's gonna make it even worse for your ass he's hungry this motherfucker going he got extra energy and nutrients put i told you you see what the age of the kia boys is this the type of shit these kids doing right now these kids ain't even gonna fight you a sixth grader gonna shoot your ass so yeah man i'm scared of, I'm, I'm scared of, i'm scared of anybody in middle school and up once you pass, once you once you graduate from elementary school, that's when I talk to you a little different. Like you get what I'm saying? I ain't nice like that no more. Cause you you potentially to do some crazy shit. These kids is drilling shit. All right. <laughs> Next up was, would you rather start in foot porn or degrading? I mean foot porn. I'm not being no degrading porn, cause degrading porn like me and the motherfucker dogging you out, like doing shit for the world to see have you in one of your most vulnerable places. Not saying I don't want to be, you know bossed around every now and then in the bedroom you get what i'm saying I, I love an aggressive woman but i mean foot porn i feel like that's like the, that's like the sneaky shit the bitches do they be like a bitch that don't want to really do only fans don't really want to like you know bust her whole ass open for the world to see she's like i see your feet videos and that'd be a lot i mean i feel like the feet videos is like the real niggas that are like they really into that kind of shit they just manipulative and they love that like that's like almost like when you go to the um strip club and you and you see the shot girls and shit like that, but like fuck the stripper bitches. I want to fuck that bitch. I want the shot girl. I want the bartender. That's what that is. They feel like I can buy some feet videos for this bitch. Eventually, she gonna be spreading that asshole for me to see. I'm just baiting her in, and they like the thrill of the chase to do that. So if you're a girl that sell foot videos, it's like you know, like you like I just smoke crack once. You like one of them type of people. Like they eventually like I'm gonna get this bitch drunk out, and she gonna be doing that shit. Those just like the pervs that just want the chase. So. I'm definitely down to do some foot porn. I mean, what? how bad could it be? You get what I'm saying? Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> now, next up, would you rather fuck Scooby or Shaggy? I'm fucking Shaggy, man. I ain't fucking no motherfucking dogs. <laughs> Scooby can't consent. Come on, man. You know what year it is? It's 2022, man. You can't be just taking advantage of animals. You can't take advantage of nobody that didn't tell you yes. I mean, I know he could talk about, yeah, I mean... Here, go ahead, Danny, it's all good. I mean, but I still want, I'm like, man, Scooby, you done hit them snacks, you done hit your snacks, you out of your mind. This is still a case. You go to jail, you fuck Scooby. Shaggy could be consensual. You get what I'm saying? That's two consent in the dog. So yeah, man, I'm fucking Shaggy. I ain't fucking no dogs. 
That ain't <laughs> that ain't what's hitting, man. It's like, I mean, unless Scooby's, what if Scooby's actually a furry though? Because remember, I mean, because I'm Scooby had a girlfriend though, right? Because he had a kid, but I ain't never seen his baby mama. I know, remember he had Scrappy, so he had to have a girl. No, he had multiple bitches, huh? That's the lady in the trap dog. Scooby was a player, huh? I don't think Scooby had no main bitch. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Scooby was a player, man. But I, I always, but yeah, man. Uh, I mean, unless Scooby's a furry, then that, that but, but yeah, man, ain't nobody, animal, that's, that's fucked up shit, man. And I've actually, I mean, I, I've seen like crazy shits about like furries, you know what I'm saying? They be on some crazy shit like that. So yeah, man, you got to watch out for them motherfuckers, man. They really want to become the animals, like literally become the animals. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. All right. Next up, um, had teeth made of gummy bears or fingers made of spaghetti that goes soft in the shower. I mean... I've had fucked up teeth my entire life, so I don't think that would be that big of a deal. I mean, you just can't bite her. I mean, who who needs to eat steak? I mean, I can blend it. I can blend it and shit, but but you got spaghetti fingers. You ain't getting no more bitches. Because they like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Your shit get wet. You can't finger me. You can't, you get what I'm saying? I can't do nothing. Like, you can't finger nobody with spaghetti fingers, man. Like, it's not happening, man. You going, you know what I'm saying? So, you going to really make spaghetti. And <laughs> But the gummy bear teeth, though, I mean, if you got a bitch with gummy bear teeth, the head is fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could just be bouncing around in the gums and shit, like, boom, just smacking your shit. Like, you're just doing crazy shit. So I'm pretty sure on the opposite end, it probably is. You know what I'm saying? She bitch like, man, he got them gummy. He be, he, be, he be sucking the clit through the tooth. He be sucking the clit through the tooth, through the gummies. That shit be feeling good, girl. She be telling her girls, not next to you, you know you eating. That's how I was in high school. To be honest, man, to tell everybody, because um, back in my day, man, oral sex wasn't as cool as what it is back in the day. I remember girls were like, if a girl knew another girl, this we talking like '90s, man. Come on, man. Girls didn't start like sucking dick and shit till Lil Kim came out. That's when the whole game changed. So shouts out to Lil Kim, man. You a legend. I love you for life. You changed the game. You changed all of our lives, man. But girls didn't feel comfortable, like, cause like if a girl was like sucking dick and shit in school, they'd be like, you dick sucking bitch. The other girls are like caster. She'd be like almost like a witch. Like you get what I'm saying? They'd be like, they're like. Pride her through the town, throw stones at her naked up the hallway. They be they do shit like that to you. Like, this bitch was sucking dick. Stoner, cash her away. You get what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, I mean, in reverse, it was kind of like that for the dudes too. Like, if you was eating pussy, they're like, oh, nigga, you eating pussy. You eating pussy. Guess who's eating pussy? My <laughs> But I wasn't telling nobody. I was sneaking around. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but all the girls knew, and they would talk to each other. They would converse about this shit. So that's why I always kept girlfriends high school, because I was eating the monkey. You get what I'm saying? But what happened was one of the girls got mad and then she told everybody, like try to embarrass me in front of school. It was embarrassing. She's like, this motherfucker be eating, you be eating my pussy every night. Oh shit. And everybody like, oh Danny be but I mean, but nowadays it's like these kids, I told you they stealing kids with USB sticks. I mean, what the fuck? Shit is normal. Exit <laughs> what we got. We got some drip sets. Drip set. We do. Let's see what we got going on. All right. One thing about drip sets, man, I know we all, I always be talking shit about the way motherfucker. And, and I know you can definitely go through my back history of my office and definitely find some fucked up shit out of more before, man. So, hey, man, one day I'm going to have to do all my fucked up outfits and my drip sets, man. I can't just be always. Jason Tatum, busting ass right now, too. Shouts out to Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors, man. The finals have actually been, I mean, the playoffs have been tapering off ever since the um, semifinals happened, but. So these are all the fits from game one of the finals. Yeah, yeah. And then this is, um, I mean, I don't care for the, for the Jordans, but I, I love this um, jacket, though. It's some, that's some smooth Morris Day. That's some Morris Day hybrid type shit. You get what I'm saying? He keeps it simple. He keeps it plain. I mean, at the end of the day, man, if I was an NBA nigga, I know they'd be wanting to show up, drip, extra walking the runway and shit like that. I, I, I'd be wearing suits and shit, man. I'd be keeping that shit back old school, man. I'd, I'd take it back to what it always been, man. Show up with the suits on and shit. But I feel like this is the most casual he can probably get and still be cool. So, yeah, shout out to Jason Tatum, man. Jason Tatum, do got he got swag, though. I feel like he just wear Jordans because he own Jordan and shit. He keeping, he keeping it true to the brand that's paying him. You get what I'm saying? But uh, I wouldn't have matched those, though. I mean, I'm just not a matchy-matchy-ass nigga. Because I feel like he's seen the jacket, like, ooh, I got the Jordan for these right now. Ooh, I knew I'm about to whoever this. 
But he from St. Louis. That's some Midwest nigga type shit. You get what I'm saying? They love matching their sneakers with everything, man. So shout out to Jason Tatum, man. The whole Boston Celtics. Man, I don't I don't know who's gonna win these finals, man. And that's the good thing about them. I love that we have good competition going on right now. So shout out to the Celtics and the Warriors. What we got next? Oh, Steph Curry, that's my dog, man. I swear, man. Steph Curry, cause I think um Cause I be watching Steph Curry, man. He make me feel good. Cause uh, we like the same height and shit. You get what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Cause you know they be lying about NBA players' heights and shit. Cause sometimes, like you see a motherfucker, they be like, he's six two, he's six three. But then you see the motherfucker, you be like, nah, this nigga's like six. This nigga tall as hell. This nigga ain't that. You know what I'm saying? And they, so they boost their height down sometimes. They boost it up so like, cause you can see Steph Curry. I, ain't, I I don't think I ever saw Steph Curry. But yeah, is that his jacket or he holding a bag? Oh oh. I think that's the jacket. Yeah. There's that's, like a yellow this, this stripe smooth. on the I back. I mean, he still, he feel comfortable, man. I think like Mr. Steph Curry is like um he's like, you know how they always like motherfuckers be like, uh, I'm not a role model. And I'm not, I feel like Steph Curry is someone kids could like look up to like on some role model kind of shit. Like he kind of like do it right, man. If anybody it is that you can be like, man, but who knows, man, Steph Curry might be a dirtbag behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? But far as the way he presents himself and the way he keeps shit going, man, I really say that's a stand-up guy, man. I really like the way you carry yourself, man. So it don't matter what this nigga wear, to be honest, man. He's he's all about humanity, man. He's a man of the people, man. He Steph Curry don't gotta be drift up, man. So shouts out to Steph Curry, man. What's this? He's doing a Kanye. Brown. Oh yeah. yeah, he's doing a Kanye already. I told y'all everybody was gonna start doing it, man. But um they did say um Jalen Brown, you just signed to um the Donda Sporting Sporting Agency. This motherfucker's starting sporting agencies. He's doing all, he's doing everything but give me my thousand dollars back, though. You get what I'm saying? Like, like for real, man. We got dog. I went through my, I, I went through my, my Instagram comments, man. And one of his homies started following me, hit me up. I, I, I feel like he saw that shit and was like, man, what's up, man? You get what I'm saying? But man, I, I mean, it is what it is, man. Goddamn, send me my T-shirt. Uh, send me my thousand dollars, man. So we still on that shit. <laughs> Let me quit talking about that shit, man. Who is this? Oh, Iggy Dollar, this nigga too old for this shit, man. This shit look terrible, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? His phone, his phone. He need to get an iPhone mini, man. Like, you needed a bag or something. You can't be having bulges out your pockets, man. That's one thing you can't do. Even though I'm, I'm guilty of it sometimes, putting my phone in my pocket. But I wear a bag of your fit now than normal. But if I was wearing skinny jeans, I wouldn't be putting my phone in my pocket. Like, it's nothing worse. Because you know what that reminds me of back in the day when your dad used to wear pants. You could just see he looked like he had a tumor on one of his ass cheeks. But that was just his big ass wallet. He's been collecting for 10 years with like 57 business cards in it, bitches phone numbers, credit cards that don't work, just all type of shit. You ever seen a, a 1988 wallet, like the leather boy that barely can close and they still put that bitch in their back pocket? A bitch was thick like a Bible. Like that's what that shit remind me of. And that's like one fashion no-no that I'm never going to do in my life is have a fucking bulging ass wallet out of my back pocket. So yeah, you've got the snowflake lime green uh, cardigan. This is terrible, man. What the fuck is wrong with you, Iggy, man? Let's get this nigga out of here, man. This is terrible, man. Marcus Smart. He looked like he got a fat ass in them pants. Like, what he got going on? <laughs> ass so fat you can see it from the front looking ass, nigga, man. You got to take them. You can't be wearing skinny jeans with the fat ass, man. Like, you got to be really skinny. You get what I'm saying? Like, I bet this nigga got the dunk. Like, him, like, it's... Certain NBA niggas be having fat asses. Like Kyle Lowry, he got the fattest ass of the league. Like, you be watching the Heat play, you be like, damn, this shit is crazy. The nigga be looking like he guarding niggas. His ass be looking like he guarding niggas, and he don't even be scrunched down guarding niggas. Like, his shit, he just be standing up straight. It's like, damn. All right, man. That's them squats, man. Niggas doing squats, getting fat asses. But no, nah, they did say niggas be getting BBLs now. Professional professional motherfuckers getting money. Like, fuck, let me get my ass done. I just... I I just don't know what happens in your brain that makes you as a man be like, I'm gonna get a fat ass <laughs> and go get your shit done. But yeah, to each his own. The Bart Simpson shit. Is this iceberg? I told y'all about the Jordan Poole. Shouts out to Jordan Poole. He be busting ass too, man. Um, the cut of the jeans is all he did he piss on himself. I think that's the shadow of the his playoffs. Hand. Is getting intense, man. A nigga might be nervous, dog. <laughs> this is first first time being in the finals, man. Shit is getting serious out here, man. But I do say I was always a huge fan of um, 
like the iceberg history and all that shit. Because to me, it's, it's it's all about the American dream. These motherfuckers would make a, a, a T-shirt, throw a cartoon character on it, and charge you $500 for it. Where you can go actually get the normal Disney brand or the fucking, the Macron and actual Simpsons merch and, and pay triple, triple, triple less than what the fuck you gonna buy. But that's making me call the American dream. And that's why I used to buy that shit like a dummy and spend. But now at my age, I feel like, um, I can't be wearing no goddamn clothes with cartoon characters on it and shit. As much as I love that shit, I can't be doing that, man. But I will say, you know, just as far as the jeans, not um, uh, I, I, he should have wore some baggy ass pants with this, and that would have been fire. So shouts out to motherfucking Jordan Poole. But yeah, I love I love it, but I can't wear that shit, man. Yeah, I think the sweaters Kith. Yeah, Kith. Shouts yeah. out to Kith. They did a Simpsons collab. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's the thing that's going on in fashion now. Everybody doing a fucking collab. You get what I'm saying? Which is cool. I mean, you know, it's giving a lot of um, it's got it's giving a lot of designers chances that probably wouldn't have got that chance normally. We're working with these big brands, but sometimes they go a little too far. Like when they did the Newport collab, when Newport did collabs with street artists and shit, and they was making like their own version of a Newport box. Now, as a street artist and a motherfucker that sells art, I would have really felt bad if I'm designing boxes for Newport. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm supposed to be having shit in art galleries and shit like that, but I get commissioned to do the Newport design. I was really pissed off about that shit, man. Buying Newports with colorful artwork on that shit, man. It makes me feel I don't want to smoke anyway. And I'm doing it. You trying to make me have a colorful, cool-looking box, man? Fuck out of here, Newport. I hate y'all, man. All right. All right, last one. Derek, Derek White. White. He looked like a hooper, man. He's showing up ready to ball, man. And that's why he's been balling. That's why he ain't thinking about no drips. That's what I think that's has happened, but we're in a social media age, and a lot of people are, 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 are tell you that because there's a lot of basketball players now that are necessarily getting popular and shit and getting clout and getting a name out here, not necessarily for their actual play on the court. You know what they're doing in a, in a tunnel. And I feel like that's definitely a bad thing because you got a lot of players that don't have these like big personalities. and don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it, it says it in the paychecks. These motherfuckers will be the ones that's getting the big signings and shit like that. But at the end of the day, man, I kind of I, I kind of hate it. But I kind of fuck with it too because I remember it was a time where they made NBA niggas couldn't be themselves and they had to fucking wear fucking suits and they only could wear this shit. And, and then that kind of, Killed the shit a little bit because I feel like NBA players was always like in influential in urban areas when it came to fashion. Like a person like Michael Jordan. Come on, man. We all wear fucking heat. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. So is I'm glad to see that NBA players are back. Like Russell Westbrook is like one of my favorite motherfuckers in fashion. You get what I'm saying? Cam Newton is one of the motherfuckers. You get what I'm saying? So it's back to like you can see a player, you know, start to show their personality. You get what I'm saying? So I like that, man. We got some more that's a yeah, uh, you want to move on to Tony Chase? Yeah, man. So we got my boy Tony Chase up in this motherfucker, and um, let's see what this nigga talking about, man. Back again with this nigga, man. He's 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 losing his mind. You can actually see as you know, I've been following his YouTube channel. Um, you know, he's not gay, not never. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's good he lets you know that. I know Tony Chase. I'm not gay, not never. But okay, here we go. <laughs> Doing? How many court cases have there been in reference to these government people ruining my relationships with females? How many court cases has there been in reference to the satellite man burning my lips and teeth? How many court cases has there been in reference to people stalking me? How many court cases, which there should be court cases every single day, in reference to these people kidnapping me from my mother and father's mansions and companies? There should be court cases every single day in reference to a lot of things. So, how many court cases has there been in reference to people blocking me from having a girlfriend? So this is meth. This is definitely meth. The more and more I see it, man. I've been doing it every day. Well, that's the game we always years. play on YMH. Drugs or mental illness? How many you say drugs? Has there been in no, this mental illness too. From my but when you mix the two together, it's definitely a, a, a combination that's going to fucking I mean, combust. You know I mean, what I'm saying? They're still hitting me in the teeth right That's here. This is my body, both. man. You better quit touching me with your satellite. See, he, see, when they're touching you, they're burning you. They claim that oh, they're just reaching out and touching you. Look at his teeth, though. Bones. Or they're just they're Meth making your teeth. face burn. He definitely got satellites in his teeth. Shit. <laughs> they're, they're just, they're just. This man just says he hates you. Well, you know, I'm the child of my parents. I'm not your child. He has a sexual harassment pamphlet. You thought somebody was in your way? I'm the only child of my parents. 
where I'm the Jason owner of man. the estates of my parents. All right, stop this nigga, man. And this is government, man. man. This nigga's killing me, man. All right, man. Tony Chase, if y'all don't know, man, you go on YouTube and watch this nigga, man. This motherfucker, um, he got a 15-inch dick. He got satellites in his teeth that the government tapping into. They've been tracking him. He also, in a recent video, just said they did an HBO special on him where he just talked about his penis for the whole time. Now, the whole thing about the whole shit is, like you say, we, we, we think about it as drugs or this mental health. Like I say, I think it's a combination of the two. And, um, but I will say, this makes me um, like so happy. Like uh, this a t- What a time to be alive where we have YouTube. And we gave like normal people phones where they can do shit. Well, he's not normal, obviously, but this is the type of content that I live for that I love. Like I don't watch normal TV no more. I can't even watch regular movies or any of this type of shit no more because I'm sitting around watching shit like this all day because I feel like everybody love a car crash. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. All right. <laughs> Cause it's almost like, should you feel bad for these people? You get what I'm saying? Or I'm not, I'm definitely not laughing with you. But sometimes you do have people on the internet that, that are like just elaborate trolls, though. And that's what I love the most, too, where somebody that's like putting on characters and then they lean you on to some shit like that. But, um, so yeah, let's see what uh, Aurora talking about. So watch this. This here is like a foam little thing. And the landlord just said that that's the Aurora door. You know, because, like, they do the flipper on me. Like, they call me Aurora, but then in the end, they just want me to, like, leave here. Is this bitch sneaking or something? For my nickname. And then call me lucky that, like, I didn't get incarcerated for life. And, you know, whatever else. This bitch look like she got sex traffic on purpose. I truly cannot perform or be... um, You think she's drugs or mental illness or both? Both, both. Definitely both. That's what I'm saying. They're mental ill first. And then motherfucker do some shit, and then before you know it, you in you in a fucking hotel room talking about for an adult to call cops for a BJ, then rob me. So basically, so this is what really what what happened. Um, she um, um you know, so meaning this she um, what it seems so like to me that happened. Obviously, she's selling pussy. You get what I'm saying? She's in some weird motel, and um, um, you know, she probably got she got finessed. That's actually what happened, which is which is bad. I mean, come on, man, you gotta pay for what you get. That's I feel, you know, when you can't be scamming sex workers. Even though I I did do it one time, that was in, uh, <laughs> in New Orleans, but because but because they sneak you out there sometimes. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. So I go to the strip club, right? And I go to the strip club and I'm I'm drinking at the bar. I'm having a good time. Then next one of the strippers, she started talking to me. But as she's talking, she's like, you know, she's dancing. But she's never asked me for a dance or said that I want to dance or anything. But she dancing. You know, I didn't tell her to stop. I didn't know. So I'm having my drinks. I'm just chilling and she dancing. Now, before I know it, she's getting more and more into her dance and doing more and more of her thing. So I just, to myself, I guess I was a little naive at the time. I'm like, oh, I guess this bitch like me. I ain't never went to the strip club and got free lap dances. But at the end of the night, I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. And the bitch is like, all right, that'd be $500. $500? Bitch, I ain't ask you for no, because usually where I'm from, they'll walk up on you and, and engage in a conversation. They just didn't walk up on you and just start dancing. So to me, that made me feel like that was like a tourist trap. And maybe she knew I wasn't from there and it's that. And she probably do that all the time. Like motherfuckers coming in, she just get the dancing on you. And then you get scared. And when you be like, oh, I'm out of here. She be like, maybe I should have stopped her. But I'm, I ain't never experienced that before. I don't know strippers that just walk up and start working for free. But obviously she wasn't working for free. She's, but I was like, bitch, I don't owe you shit. <laughs> and I just walked out. And I guess I just did it so brazenly and so blunt that it kind of caught them off guard and shocked. Because everybody was just shocked and no one stopped me and walked. But by the time I like got to the door and like bent the corner, security girl was like, hey, hey, hey. Then I just took off running and shit and I got away. So yeah, I scammed a sex worker that one time. But I didn't scam her. She tried to scam me and ended up getting scammed in the process. So... You know, that was her playing a tourist game. You know, I heard about that. Like, you go places and they do shit to you just because you're not from there and they take advantage of you. Like, how a New York cab motherfucker act. I guess that was the the version of a New York cab is a bourbon street stripper. You get what I'm saying? And I actually went up to a strip club up the street and uh, I had a great time up there. They wasn't, it, it was busting up there. I mean, I did, I did a lot of things that I wouldn't talk about in this podcast, but, and it was worth the money. I paid them. So, yeah. Shouts out to New Orleans. That's some of the best um, food you can go experience in your life. 
I um I ate an oyster at Acme and chipped my tooth and didn't even complain. I finished my meal, went back to the crib and got my tooth fixed. I ain't even complaining about it like a mother. You know what I'm saying? The oyster Rockefeller at Acme in New Orleans, bussing. So shouts out to them. I, I I would love to be back out there. One thing New Orleans smell like like it's one of the craziest smelling places I've experienced. I mean, you gotta think it's so much dead fish and garbages and shit everywhere. And all that shit. But yeah, man. We got through another one of these motherfuckers. I can't believe we already been, it's been a month of these bitches already, man. So, shouts out to everybody, man, that been showing love, man. Hitting me up, man. You know, I see everything y'all motherfuckers be saying in the comments and shit. I, I don't be wanting to look and shit, but I can't help myself, man. But shouts out to y'all, man. Like I say, man, you want to send motherfucking, you know, questions in for advice or freestyles or anything, man. Send whatever, man, to um, Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. That's Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. You want to hit me up, send voice messages, all that shit, man. You hit me up. 512. 522-9256. That's 512-522-9256, man. And I love y'all motherfuckers, man. We be up out this motherfucker. Shouts out to the motherfucking Booth Boys, YMA Studios for having me up in this motherfucker, man. And hey, man, I love y'all. We say be safe. I'll see y'all motherfuckers next Tuesday, man. Hey, and we lit. <laughs> Peace out, man. Have a good one.